Hello, my sweet friends, and welcome back to A Touch of Clarity podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Charland, a woman on a mission to make you a better friend to yourself. I'm a cognitive somatic and intuitive healer, meaning I help you to align your mind, body, and soul. The intention behind the work I do is to help you to heal your past trauma, unblock your chakras, connecting with your guides and become the most awakened and abundant version of yourself. Through a range of science, holistic and energetic methods, I help others to step into a life full of love and full of intention. I hope this episode adds a touch of clarity into your day. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to introduce my beautiful guest onto the show today. Her name is Jessica and she is a psychic medium. Jess is also a childhood trauma survivor and she helps women to heal and find their voice. Welcome to the show, my lovely. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to do this finally. I feel like I've been talking about it. It's been in the pipeline and now we're finally here. So yay. (laughs) I know. I feel like we could have made a podcast episode with our voice notes anyway. (laughs) Literally. We have been sending each other messages for so long now. Back and forth, back and forth. It could have been, yeah, a podcast in itself. (laughs) And then even before we started recording, we're like, okay, enough. We need to click record. (laughs) I know. Literally, we've been talking for like 10 minutes and it's been some good stuff. (laughs) Amazing. So where in the world are you connecting from? I am in Melbourne, Australia. Beautiful. So yeah, we're pretty close. Most of my guests are like in England or in Europe somewhere. So I was like, oh, we're even though we're not in the same state because I'm in Adelaide. I was like, oh, we're pretty close. I know I was wrapped. I'm like, oh, yay. I don't have to think about like US time and, you know, doing it my night time, their morning. And it's literally just half an hour for us. So it was perfect. (laughs) Amazing. So I would love to know your current spiritual wellness practices that you use for your own personal use. Yeah, so I'm a bit of um, everything, really. Um, I kind of roll it all into one. I feel like I'm about to sing to you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I like to, obviously, I meditate, and I do that before every single reading. So, but the thing that I'm really finding, which is totally off topic, is that I'm not actually doing a lot of meditation for me. Mm. Most of my meditation is for everyone else. And then sometimes I sit there and I go, oh, yeah, but I meditated today. And I'm like, no, I meditated for someone to like prep for a reading. So I need to be more conscious to actually set aside time just to do it for myself because it really helps me to get back into my own body and feel really grounded. So that's definitely something that I would recommend for others, particularly people who are trying to get into this sort of space, like psychic medium, spirituality, healing, all these sorts of things. You get so caught up in doing everything for everyone that you forget to replenish your own body in terms of like your spirituality, your mind, because you're working hard when you're Mm -hmm. a medium for others um but I see a chiropractor I see a naturopath I see a kinesiologist I am open to um I've actually done like tapping too love that like so good it healed me in like sessions of like I this is my issue today and she's like no worries and then all of a sudden it's gone I'm like how did this even happen what is going on so I'm open to everything but Obviously, I keep healthy, I keep fit, I like to walk my dogs, I try to eat well, all the normal things that like people tell you to do. But yeah, I'm, I'm everything. I've got like a team going on to keep me going, honestly. Amazing. I love yeah. that. And it's yeah. so interesting that you just brought up about the meditation for your clients. I literally had this conversation with my mum today because she works in reception at my wellness center. Oh. And I literally said to her today, I've come to realize that I've meditate for everyone else because before each client, like I send to myself and I like call in their guides and I get, you know, in an energetic match. But I said to her, I was like, it's not for me. So you're still, like you said, working, you're working hard, you're doing it for everybody else. And yeah, and I sat yesterday evening and I meditated for me for the first time and I found it so hard and I was like what the heck you know it was like I was at the beginning of my meditation journey again where like you have all of these thoughts and all of these things and I literally afterwards was like oh no like we got to get on top of this now yes it's so true because I'm I mean it's almost like a ritual that I'm doing when I'm like meditating prior because I'm going 
yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm setting this boundary, I'm calling this person. It's like a, I don't know, you're just so used to it. You're in the flow. You're like, yep, I know what I'm doing. And then when you're in your own thoughts and you're like, hang on, I'm not calling anyone right now. All I need to do is just be present. It's like, it's hard. It is hard. Yes, it's so hard. And so people are like, oh, yeah, I'm good at meditating, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but it's sort of like a, it's something that you need to like hone in on and practice. Mm-hmm. And actually a tip that I will give everyone, the best meditation and the one that I listen to every time before I read is called Sitting in the Power by Ooh. Tony Stockwell. It is unbelievable. I cannot read without it. Oh, wow. It's like the one thing that I use. It helps you center. It helps you open yourself up to spirit. It's almost like a how-to of how to open up and then start receiving messages. It's like I was taught it when I was learning and I can't speak highly enough of it. Even all of his stuff is really good to listen to. Oh, thank you. I feel like mm. we're like two minutes in and I'm already taking notes, being like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, it's definitely something like, like I said, I couldn't read without it. It's like the one thing that I love to listen to. And it's also how I started too, before I even read for people. Like my mentor was like, just keep listening to this, keep doing the practice of like opening yourself up and what it feels like. It teaches you how to blend with spirit. So it's like you open up all of your energy and all of your light and then you imagine like the light of spirit coming and blending with yours and you're like opening up. It's like it's actually teaching you how to connect with spirit. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. That's incredible. Thank you. Sitting in the power. It's on um, Spotify. Probably look it up on YouTube. Wow. Thank you. So. I would love it if we could dive into your story and if you could share like what you do. Obviously, I know because like I'm deep in stalking you on Instagram, (laughs) but for the listeners, like what do you do? Like how did you get your gifts? And yeah, what is your job? Like what are you, what are you, who are you? (laughs) Who am I? Okay. Um, So I work as a psychic medium. Um, So I primarily work with spirit and bring through people's loved ones from the other side. Um, I've always sort of been a bit intuitive and knew that I had something going on, but I wasn't really sure how to navigate that. Like I, it was more kind of like instant psychic stuff that I would get, like just before something was about to happen. It was like, I knew, but it was too quick to be able to do anything about it. It was almost like they're about to walk in and then they're there. It was like so quick. And I'm like, how do I know all this stuff? This is so strange. And then I was obsessed with mediums, like always would go and see a medium wherever, you know, those like mind, body, soul kind of festival things. And like whenever anyone would promote that there was a medium, I would be there. Like I just felt drawn to it. And so I started doing a lot of meditation classes and sort of getting into that space. And this is like when I was like 20 like out of, just out of school, like kind of like, oh, I want to explore this stuff. And I ended up seeing one medium and she like changed my life. She said to me, you should be able to do what I'm doing right now. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, and you should be able to turn it on and off like a light switch. And I was like, well, I can't. So <laughs> tell me how. And anyway, that sort of stayed with me. And then it wasn't long after and I was like, I need to do a course or something because I just need to like, I need to understand what she's talking about. And so I ended up finding this mentor um, who I've used ever since I started her first course. Her name is Erica Yanina, Spirit Within, Psychic Medium. You can find her on Instagram. Um, Yeah, and I ended up doing her like beginner course and an intermediate course and then she mentored me for a few years and unbelievable and that medium was right like I could literally my first meditation my first blending with spirit I I, you know how you never forget your first experience Mm. I still remember it I was sitting there and channeling this woman's father and I kept getting all these symbols and visuals because I'm very visual that's how I that's like my go-to and I literally could describe like the whole house what he looked like they were giving me images of like people that I know that had passed because he had similar characteristics and this is how it all sort of started for me it's like everything comes back to my own frame of reference Mm -hmm. so I like you know if I was to channel your nana I would see my own and I would be like ah 
this is your nana. Like it's spirit is so clever. Mm. And so I started to do a lot of readings for free. I think I did readings for free for like two years. Anyone I could find. I'm like, hey, you up the street. <laughs> Can I please read for you? <laughs> like, and it was so important to do that though, because the more that you're willing to just put yourself out there and like build that knowledge base and get confident, because that's the key. It's confidence. Mm. Because as soon as you doubt yourself and you doubt what you're getting from spirit, everything stops because you lose your power. So you need to keep being confident and just telling what you say, whatever you see, whatever you hear, whatever you feel, just say it because you're going to kick yourself. If they start describing the person or they go, Oh, I was thinking about this and you go, damn it. I knew that. That is the worst. So just (laughs) say exactly what you get because Mm -hmm. you'd rather be wrong and you know what? Who cares? Who cares if you're wrong? If you get one or two things wrong out of like a 30-minute reading, that ain't bad. Mm. And I still get things wrong because sometimes you misinterpret information. Sometimes spirit's not clear. I feel like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like doing some mentorship for potential <laughs> mediums right now. But if anyone out there is interested, you need to know this stuff. Like it's not easy. No, You're never going to be perfect. It never gets like, oh, now I'm A plus. I'm never going to learn again. Mm. You know, There's that's so true. Learning all the time. So yeah, then I opened my business in January and here we are. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so special. And I think it's really cool that you shared it like that as well, because as I said to you before we started recording, so many of my clients have the ability, like I literally can feel their energy because I do obviously like a lot of Reiki and I can channel and see certain things. And I literally say to them like, yeah, you're a healer or you're a psychic. Like I can just feel it. And they're like, no, like I couldn't do what you do. And they're like, oh, and Like there's one that I'm like thinking of right now and she is so intuitive, but she literally just blocks herself because of her confidence. And I said to her the other day, I said, you need to just start saying it and just start, like you said, literally whatever comes in, if you're saying it to the right people, they're going to like take what resonates, leaves what doesn't. So it's like, just go with it, you know, go with the flow. And as you said, you can only interpret it through like your lens of perception. So it's like, I might not understand it, but when I like waffle it to my clients, they'll be like, oh yeah, it's this. And then you're like, oh, Oh, okay now it makes sense but you were missing a part of the puzzle so you how would you know so it's so interesting I love it yeah and I find like 90% of my readings I have no idea what I'm talking about and sometimes I don't even get filled in (laughs) what have we been talking about for the last 30 minutes and they're like I know and I'm like okay well that doesn't matter to me as long as you understand you understand the messages you know who's coming through and sometimes I don't even say who the person is I just say it's a male. They feel like this to me. This is their messaging for you because it's actually not important. It's not important the relationship that I know. It's important to you because Mm. you want to know who it is, but you already know. In the first like few minutes, I'll say like five things and people will be like, I know who that is. Mm. And I'm like, okay. And it's almost like spirit sets these things up too. Like if you want to talk to someone, if you just keep thinking about them, And you go, I really want you to come forward. I really want you to come forward. 90% of the time, they're going to be the first one to step forward anyway. I just trust now. Mm. And they're like, oh, my God, this comes at, like, a great time. Like, I've been thinking about my nana today. And, you know, like, I've been getting all these weird signs for the last week. And I'm like, yeah. And sometimes people, like, reschedule or bumps in the road happen. And then they end up having the reading at the time they were supposed to. So now I don't care if things happen. I'm like, oh, well, you weren't supposed to read with me today. I'm like, you meant to read with me next week because obviously something's going to happen or you're going to be at a different point in your life where this advice is going to mean more to you than what it would have last week. Wow. So I just kind of like to go with the flow. Yeah, and I love that you yeah. said that like, spirit is so clever and I also think spirit have such a good sense of humor like my guides like I seem crazy sometimes because people won't know what's going on and I'm just like pissing myself laughing and they're kind of looking at me I'm like oh it's just my guides don't worry about it like it's a joke (laughs) oh my god yes I love that so much oh yeah well once you know once you work with them so much though like you actually just have to laugh at it Because some of the things that they, even like the visuals that they show me sometimes and the visuals that spirit show me, I'm like, I can't say this to these people. (laughs) I can't tell them that. They're like, yes, you can. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. How do you at 
actually connect with like your spirits or how do you do like a reading? Like, do you use cards or is it more just like you channel what comes through? Like, how do you work? Yeah. So I work primarily with spirit. I don't use any tarot cards, oracle cards, anything like that. And it's just because it's the way I've been taught. So my mentor was like, you know what? You're just going to be thrown in the deep end. You have nothing to rely on. All you're going to do is sense and feel everything that comes in and just tell me everything that you're sensing and feeling and everything that spirit's providing you right now. And it's actually interesting the way that I learned because like I said, the first thing for me was I could see everything. Mm. I could see pictures and I could see people's houses and I could give you tours of their houses. Everything was visual. And then one day my vision went. Mm. I couldn't see anything. Oh wow! I started reading and I'm like, but I can't see anything. And my mentor's like, okay, you're leveling up. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she goes, spirit took away your sight because you can't read with only one thing. Mm. You can't read just with seeing. You need to be able to feel, smell, sense, touch, all the things. You need all the senses. Because imagine if I was reading for you and I was like, oh, I see a truck. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, now I see a bottle. Like it means nothing. Yeah. Or as if I say, I see this truck and now I'm really feeling quite emotional here. Mm. And now I'm hearing this and I'm putting the picture together for you. It's actually a memory that they're bringing forward that made you feel connected to them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like you can't just have one or the other. So the people, I guess, that are like, oh, I'm only, you know, clairvoyant. It's kind of like, yeah, but you're not just clairvoyant. If you opened yourself up to all the other faculties you'd be more of a well-rounded reader Mm. so I kind of learned the hard way (laughs) because as soon (laughs) as I started using all this my vision came back and I was like oh cool well now I can sort of do everything again but spirit were hard on me Mm. (laughs) they really were they're like you can do better than that (laughs) I was like no (laughs) I want to just be like seeing but yeah it's my advice to you is to don't limit yourself Hmm. to the one thing oh I only hear things and that's my thing don't do that to yourself be like I can do the other stuff I just need to work the muscle yes do you believe that everyone has the ability to be psychic and tune in and it's just something like you need to work the muscle or do you think that it's like select people can do it I honestly believe that everyone has an intuition Hmm. I really do I feel like anyone can tap in It's just how open you are to doing that and how much you're willing to do the work to get there because Mm. it's not easy. It's not like, you know, you can just every now and then just tap in. Like if I don't use it, I start to lose it. Mm, Wow. So if you want to do this, you need to put in the hard yards. And like, like I said, you need to do stuff for free. You need to put yourself out there. You need to be able to read for a whole different you know, array of people. And you also need the boundaries Mm. to set when you're reading for someone and it's not working because it does happen. Not very often, but it does happen. And people are like, I'm not resonating. And I'm going, "Mm, well, I'm not, my power's like depleting because I'm not getting things the way that I would normally get them. Mm. And you have to have the confidence then to shut it down. Because the more you try and push and push and push, the more that you lose your power you lose your confidence and it just all kind of turns to the shit. Mm -hmm. So that's also another lesson that you learn too, is that you have to be able to know when someone isn't resonating with you. And this could mean either that our energy is not blending or spirit don't like me. Like, you know, it's like people, Mm -hmm. not everyone's going to get along. You know, spirit choose the vessel that they want to go through because they resonate with the person. So it might not even be anything to do with us. It might just be the fact that these spirits aren't resonating with my vibe. They're not meeting me on the right frequency. So I'm just not the medium for you. Mm. Someone else might be. And then you learn to defer. You're like, yeah, go to my friend like this because you might resonate with them. And it's like a community that we're building here. Not everyone's for everyone. And I don't feel like people say that because they want the business, but I don't care. I would rather read for people that resonate with me and be authentic and real than, you know, try and force things I think that's so special and that says a lot about your characteristic because I've had a few like I believe in psychics like one million percent like it's what I do in my business as well but I have been read by people before and I think like oh you're like 
you know clutching at straws and saying just very basic generic stuff and Ooh. for me like I had this one reading in particular and it was at like a mind body soul expo and I get yeah. it like it's very busy but she was charging like quite a high price point as well for the reading and the yeah. thing that upset me was she just kept going and going and going and it made me feel really icky if I'm being like but mm. like being real and I was just sat there thinking like you're the type of person in my opinion that give psychics and mediums like a bad name because she was just there was no conversation where she was saying like oh sorry that's not really resonating like she was just forcing and pushing and the funny thing was is when the reading finished I just thought oh like I'm done with this I just don't even want to be in your energy anymore because it just felt so fake and um I went to pay and her FBOS machine just fully broke. And I was sat there and me and my mum who was with me, we were like laughing because I was thinking to myself, that's my guides because it yeah. was so like unauthentic, her reading. And I literally, we were sat with her for 20 minutes while she was trying to reset her square and it would not work. And in the end, I just went and got cash for her. But like, I was sat there thinking, that's literally my guides because you're not being true. To, and like, I thought I was, I was insulted. Like I was like, okay, like, yeah, not good. Yeah, no, I would much rather be like, look, obviously we're not gelling and that's okay. Um, and I give people their money back. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it, I think, in the since January when I've done, like, my paid work. Um, I think I might have, there's only been, like, two people that I haven't been able to read for. And I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I've read the hundreds, by the wow. way. <laughs> like, hundreds. So it doesn't often happen. But when it does, I'm the first one to call it and be like, you know, I'm not going to bullshit you. Mm. Like if I'm not getting something that's resonating with, with you and we're trying and trying, it just means I'm not for you. And that's okay. Like, mm. you know, it is what it is. I'd rather not like, I'm not into let's do generic stuff. No. Like I always want to validate information. I always want to like spirit blow my mind too. Like <laughs> the things that come through, I'm like, how the hell would I know this? That's like, amazing. Unbelievable. But yeah, no, I'm with you. I would rather mm. just be genuine and authentic and have people come to me knowing that, yeah, I'm not one to make things up. No. And try and push and force things mm. at all because I want you to have a great experience and I want to have a good experience. I want to have fun. Yeah. Like I don't want to be sitting there going, oh, like this is awkward. Yeah. And hard work <laughs> you know? for you, I'm sure, trying to like yeah, grab onto stuff. It would be It's hard. not worth it no. for either of us. Like it's so, it's so much on your power and your confidence. And then especially if you're reading back to back too. Yeah. So you don't want to have one where you've really tried to force it and force it and then have to have your confidence for the next one. Because you're just ruined. Because mm. you think, oh, my God, I've lost my gift. Oh. <laughs> but it's oh. not. It's got nothing to do with me. And yeah. that's what it is, too, with spirit. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. And that's the hard piece to get to. Nothing is personal. Mm. Nothing's about you. It's just about your relationship with spirit and your ability to be able to interpret information to give people the healing and closure that they need. You're the vessel. Mm. None of this is coming from me. I'm not telling you I love you. You know, <laughs> your mum is. <laughs> I've just got to interpret it correctly so you're feeling it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is there ways that people, like, can block themselves? Because, like, I don't know if it's the same, but, like, when I do Reiki on some people, like, I can see them one week and they're so open it's so easy to connect with their energy. And then some days I'm like, girl, what are, what are you doing? Why are you blocking me? And, like, I can't get through. And like you said before, like, mm. I haven't changed. Like, I've set up the room. I've set up my intention the exact same way. But something's, like, off. And I wonder, like, is there something – if people are listening and they want to get a reading, do you have any tips for them to like make themselves open? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? That happens too. Sometimes it's got nothing to do with spirit. It's like you might have had a bad day and I might have had a bad day. Mm. And then we're trying to gel together, trying to be all high vibe and we're both just not having it. So there's actually someone that I tried to read for was one of those people actually that I couldn't read for. And that was in Feb. And she's like followed my page ever since. And we, we talk all the time. And she said to me tonight, this is maybe why this is coming up. I love spirit. <laughs> anyway, she's like, I want to book with you again. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, I want to try again. Because wow. I've seen all your client love and all the things that I post. And she like is a full believer in everything. And I was like, you know what? Let's just try again. So she's booking in and we're trying again because it might have just been the day. Yeah. I don't know. Like, oh, amazing. We, we gel. It's like just talking to each other. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, let's try. 
But anyway, um, in terms of being open in a reading, I really do recommend coming into a reading with a really open mind. And I know that you might want to connect with somebody in particular. And for me, the way I work is that I let things come through naturally first. And then after that, if it's maybe not the person that you were hoping to hear from, um, then I can direct and try and get the person that you want. But when someone's reading for you and they're getting all this, these downloads and all this information about particular people in your family, think broad. Because a lot of people are like, no, no, no. And you go, no, this person is like persistent. And the message that they're giving is dead on to how you are right now and what you're going through. And then they go, oh, actually, it could be this person. And you go, yeah, well, that makes total sense then. So you have to try and remain open and to think about all the possibilities. It could be, you know, your husband's mum. It could be your best friend's nana. You know, all the people that may have just recently passed you were just trying to get through to someone through you. Mm. So the more open you are and the more, um, I guess, accepting you are of the information. And also if something doesn't make sense, it doesn't mean that they're a bad medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just means that maybe you don't know the information. Maybe you don't remember them like that. Maybe the message is to somebody else in your family. Because I've had a lot of people go, oh, that bit didn't make sense. And then I get a message like two days later going, oh, I just spoke to my mum about the reading and you were dead on. She remembers that. And yeah, no that way. did happen. So I feel like for you, if you're not resonating with something and you don't know, maybe just write it down. And then I usually say, well, let's just leave that to the side. It might make sense later. Mm. And then it probably will. Or it might even just be happening to you in a couple of weeks' time and I'm predicting something. But, yeah, just try not to shut it down if, you know, there's one or two things that don't make sense because I feel like they end up coming full circle. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) definitely wow and I know you shared like in the beginning of the episode about if you are trying to open up your abilities like meditation is a really good one and you shared that beautiful track which I'm going to listen to like straight after this Um, but do you have any other tips for somebody who like feels like they're intuitive and they're like right I really want to like harness this and maybe Mm -hmm. spend like some consistent time like opening up and connecting Yeah, well, I would definitely recommend, obviously, the meditation to start and doing things on your own, but I really feel like that you need to connect with community. So Mm -hmm. I would reach out to, like, meditation groups or perhaps people that are doing, like, beginners sort of courses or connecting with your spirit guides or all of these. There's so many little short courses or little groups that you can join that help you sort of harness this. Because I feel like when you're doing it all on your own, you're sort of like the blind leading the blind. You Mm kind of don't know what you're really doing and you don't really know how to tap in properly. And I found the more that I spoke to other people, that the more I felt confident. And it also keeps you accountable too to doing it because it can get very old if you're just doing the same things over and over. And it can also be really lonely. Mm -hmm. And I found that a lot of the people that I connect with about this kind of thing, like my mediumship, aren't the people that I have in my life day to day. Mm. It's people that I've met online. It's Instagram. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it is. You find so many people, like look how we've connected. Yeah. So random. I would have <laughs> never seen you on the streets. Like we don't even live <laughs> each other, but look how connected we are and we can get along really well and you get me. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I don't know, my sister doesn't get me. Mm. <laughs> like she's like, what is this? <laughs> feel like community is so important um so I would definitely start like researching and reaching out to sort of people that are in the same space that you want to get into and start picking their brains Mm -hmm. because I feel like it'll inspire you to keep going and to get into um the area that you want to get into too because you might feel spiritual but you don't know what to do with it but you might be more of a healer Mm -hmm. you might be more of like into Reiki and that's like your natural ability or you might be a psychic or you might be a medium Mm -hmm. you just don't know until you start exploring so I would really encourage you to just explore all of that I love that that's a really good point and something I didn't even like think of and I love that yeah you're bringing it back to community I think that's so special yeah absolutely amazing and I wondered as well if 
whenever you are like say connecting with somebody and you do a reading and you have a spirit come in how do you then disconnect and like protect your energy say after the reading do spirits ever kind of linger around or like because often I get when people like my clients are starting to open up they're like but I don't want the spirits to come in when I'm sleeping and I think everyone's got this fear of like a spirit being like against their face when they wake up and I've never had that happen (laughs) but like I wonder how you like protect yourself energetically and kind of switch off the connection sometimes yeah absolutely so I have really strict boundaries and rituals that I've created over time Um, and one of the things that I do when I disconnect from I guess from spirit from a reading is one of the last things that I'll say to people is I'm going to leave them with you Mm. so I say thank you so much for a beautiful reading I'm going to leave your grandma with you and that's a sign for spirit to be like you're going with the person that you came in with. Um, and then also I've got, <laughs> so I've done so many things, but I've got this um, this portal that I've created in my home mm-hmm. where there's a specific spot in my home that I open and close to spirit. It's kind of like a door. Mm-hmm. So I visualize when I'm opening up to spirit, the door opening. And then I ask the spirits of the person that I'm reading for to step forward, but only with the highest level of love and compassion because I don't welcome any negative energy. I don't welcome anyone that they wouldn't want to hear from. Mm. Um, So I sort of imagine them coming forward. So like in a little green light, because my door's open. And then when I finished reading, I say, now all of the spirits that have stepped forward, please exit the way that you've entered into my home through the portal. And then I imagine that being closed and the red door coming up. So it's so visual for me. So I'm like, I'm open, I'm closed. And then afterwards I'll do my palisanto and my incense. And if it's been a bit of a hectic day, I'll even sage a little bit. And it's sort of like my way of going, okay, guys, I was open. Now I'm closed. You know, I'm only going to have in my home my own spirits. Mm. (laughs) So you could go back to the spirit world. (laughs) But I feel like it's it just really works for me to have Mm. it. I'm so visual. It's just the way that I work. And I'm like, okay, I'm open, I'm closed, I'm boundaried, I'm not working right now. Mm. You know, no one's welcome in my home unless I've said that you can. It's all about permission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So doing those rituals and creating those boundaries, however it works for you, um, you know, everyone doesn't have to do the same way that I do, but I've just found that that works for me. Mm. So it's really important to have those boundaries and rituals and things that you've set up with like talking to spirit too. Yeah. Like you can create that with them. It's a very personal thing, but I really recommend that if you're going to connect with spirit, that you have something like this mm. in place so that they know. Absolutely. And do yeah. you have your personal guides? Like, can you see them or feel them all the time? Or is it the same sort of thing? Like you turn them on and turn them off? Um, if they're really pushing hard, sometimes they get through when I'm not working. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's more like how I mentioned at the start where I'm a bit intuitive and I can kind of tell things are going on or I just get a push to do something. So I feel like they do come through day to day, but it's not the same. Yeah. It's not how it is when I'm like completely mind blank willing to see and feel whatever you're willing to show me because Mm. I'm in my logical brain like I'm walking around and I'm just doing human things and (laughs) I'm not as like I'm not in the mind frame to be like okay I'm ready to listen I'm kind of like well if you get through good luck to you (laughs) I'll listen to you but if you don't (laughs) yeah I'll see you tonight when I'm reading for someone I love that. And when you're channeling, do you ever feel drained? Like, do you have to have practices that like keep your energy like high vibe? Because for me, you're just like sunshine in a person. Like you're even through like the screen, I can just feel your energy. Like it's so beautiful. Is that something that you consciously have to maintain or is it just something that like naturally comes with like who you are? Um, look, I'm not, it's hard to say. I'm, I'm, I'm like this when I read because it puts me in like, it's almost like a high for me. Yeah. Like connecting with spirit gives me a real high. And then afterwards I'm tired. Like, Mm. don't get me wrong. And also when I started my business, I had to play around with it a little bit. How many can I do in a row? How many can I do in a day? How many can I do in a week? Like really trying to play with it to find what would suit my energy. And I found that I can't really do more than two in a row. Mm. And I kind of like to keep that. I've tried four before, nearly died. I tried three, 
pushing it. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, two is like the best number because I feel like I'm still, I still have the energy, yeah. but I'm not completely depleted because it is draining, mm. you know, because you're, you're building up that power constantly. And like, I read for 40 minutes. And, yeah. I, and that's also really rare too. It's mm. a weird time frame. But I found I started off with 60 minutes. It was a bit too much. 30 minutes is just not enough. Mm. I found that like 40 minutes is perfect because I've done most of the reading and then the last 10 minutes is sort of like, is there anything else that you wanted to know? Like, can I tap into anything else for you before they go? So it's mm. sort of like rounding it up and making sure that I tie it in a bow for you so you feel like that you've had a full experience. Because I never want you to walk away and be like, oh, damn it, I should have asked that. Or I didn't get the opportunity because they just kept going. And I'm like, no, I actually will stop and say, is there something that you want from this? Mm. Because I like to be natural with it. But I also want you to get out of it what you want to because you're the client. It's not about me. Mm. And that's so special. We'll talk for days. (laughs) (laughs) They'll just keep going on and on and on and on. We kind of want to direct them sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like as well, like in your type of work, it's not like obviously channeling can be so draining and heavy and stuff. But sometimes like I'm sure that there's so much emotions. You actually have to deal with like the human that sat on the other side of the table and then deal with their emotions. So I feel like it's like a double whammy. You're like feel like, you know, connecting in and like downloading all of the messages, which is huge on its own. But then, yeah, you've got to deal with like the consequences of what you're sharing, which is like you're a counsellor, you know, you've got to deal with that emotions as well. Yeah, absolutely. And also you're dealing with spirits emotions because they're emotional too coming through. And some people are, you know, some spirits are apologising for the things that Mm. they've said and done that perhaps in hindsight they wouldn't have done or said Mm. to this person. And this happens a lot, particularly with spirits that come through that have had like dementia or Alzheimer's or something where their brain wasn't quite right Mm. and they weren't always acting in the best light because of that. And so they come through apologising for things. And, you know, a lot of clients get quite emotional with that because Mm. of the experience that they went through and even watching them decline like that. Like, it's quite sad to sort of experience and try to explain to the person how spirit's feeling. And sometimes spirit will, like, because I'm not in my own emotions, Mm -hmm. spirit will hit the spot sometimes where I'm like, whoa, like I am like on the verge and you know sometimes I've cried mm. with the person yeah. then we both start laughing because we're both bawling <laughs> I'm like it's not even me that's crying it's like your spirit yeah. but I just you know what I would rather just be real like I'm not going to you know if I'm feeling emotional of course I'll bring it back to me but I'm also going to let you know how spirit are feeling and also the fact that I'm tapping into that emotion and I can recognize it because a lot of the time the emotions you're feeling I get it because I felt it too. Yeah. And that's why I feel like doing your own healing work and your own trauma work is so important because it makes you a better reader Mm. because then you can tap in and you recognize when people have been through something or you recognize the emotion and it helps you explain it better. And also, I guess, have the empathy that you need in that moment to convey the message. Mm, And that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you deal with judgments from others? So I even had this like mirrored today. So sometimes with certain people, like you can just feel the resistance. And I had someone say to me, oh, well, but yeah, but you, you know, you have a psychology degree and like, you've done a lot of studies with like the science side of things. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm also a Reiki practitioner. You know, I do believe in all of that and like I can channel in this and that but I also at the same time felt myself be like contract and be like oh because I just knew that they wouldn't respond well to what I was saying and it was almost like I've come to the point in my business where if that person is going to get off me because of that that I'm like cool you're not my so aligned client that's fine but Mm. there's still that part of me that is resistant to fully stepping into like my power and being like yeah this is what like I offer and this is who I am so I would love to know if you've ever experienced that and how you've overcome the judgment yeah so how we're so alike I have a psychology degree as well oh no way (laughs) I I love that and which you know what I found that um it's sort of like your 
because I, when I did my psych degree, just off topic, I was like, oh my God, no, I can't be a counsellor. I can't be a psychologist. I just cannot handle the emotions of others. I'd be crying all the time. And then I was like, no, I'm going to put that to bed. And now look at that. I'm basically doing that, but in a totally different way. Because spirit are like, no, 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 <laughs> you're doing it. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> um, but look, it, it takes a lot of courage to do this sort of work because even though it's mainstream, it's not. Mm. Like you see a lot of psychics, you see a lot of mediums, you see the Tyler Henrys, you see all this stuff, but there are people that don't believe and there are people that are going to judge you for doing this sort of work and call it woo-woo and hoo-ha and, you know, oh, they, that's bullshit. You know, I could just tell you that your nana's here and, you know, you're always going to have people that don't believe. But, you know, what's really interesting. My wife didn't believe. No way. Mm -hmm. Is she a believer now? Like since being Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. But for years, she's like, oh, yeah, I just let you do your thing, whatever. You're all good. Yeah good on you and then when I was actually training I was like you know what I'm gonna work with you because you are so not a believer and I just want to be like I just want to work with someone who's like hard mm. so then when I get that I'm not as shocked and so I started working with her and I was channeling her nonina mm. um, her grandma and she literally like I was talking about at the start of the podcast how I could see a whole house I saw the whole house. She literally gave me a tour of every single room. I'd never seen it in my life. And I'm like, Jade, she's showing me this long yellow thing. I don't know what this is, but it's in the kitchen and it's long and it's yellow. And she's like, oh my God. And then later on that night, she showed me a picture. They had a massive long yellow bench top. Oh, wow. Like unbelievable the things that this lady was showing me. And she was like, Jess, this is weird. <laughs> so I'm like, I know. But that's like one of the first people that I channeled too was wow. like her grandma. And then the things that I would come out with randomly, she's like, you couldn't know that. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I know. So I think people just need to be more open and actually have it affect them and mm. have it sort of, um, I don't know, come to them. Yeah. And they need to be open to it in order to, and you're not going to, you're not going to convince everyone. This no. is the thing. Not everyone's going to be your person. Not everyone's going to back you up. Um, not everyone's going to support you. And I've had that even with my own family. Mm. Like most of my family don't follow my page, don't support my page, won't even talk about it. And they're even spiritual themselves or mm. they say they are. But when someone actually steps forward in their power and has done something like this, they're like, oh, we're not really kind of interested. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, if your own family can do that to you and you can mm -hmm. overcome that, then really, if a stranger says to me that they don't believe, I don't really give a fuck because I'm like, I've just dealt with this crazy bunch. And they, <laughs> they hit home. That shit hurt. Yeah. You're not going to hurt me. Mm. So I feel like that you need to, I guess, the biggest thing is just to believe in yourself. Hmm. and to find the people in your life that are going to help you keep believing in yourself and also make you feel good about yourself too because the more that you hang around with people that are going to put you down and say that what you're doing is crap the more yeah, that you're yeah. <laughs> there's my wife now interrupting <laughs> my podcast um, no but the more that you hang out with the people that tell you that you can't the more you're going to believe that you can't yeah that's so true. I feel like that would have been the best experience for you guys because it would have just like made her be like, holy shit, like, okay, there's no BS with this. Like, I love that story. I think that's amazing. And what a confidence boost for you. You would be like, okay, if I can crack her, like. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. I can crack anyone. <laughs> and, and literally her best friend was the same. They were both sitting there one day. And I was like, I'm going to channel you now. And she's like, oh, okay. And I ended up getting this guy that was her dad's friend. He was showing me all this stuff he was wearing, like this belt buckle. And he was kind of like some like rock kind of star hipster guy on a friggin' motorbike. And, and I was like, what is this? And she's like, I have no idea. She rang her dad. She's like, yeah, that's like one of my best friends. No way. And even the belt buckle was iconic to him. He had like a collection. How cool is Unbelievable. That? And she was like, whoa. I <laughs> like, love this that. Like, blows my mind. These two like skeptics. And I'm yeah. like. Am I full of shit or what? <laughs> Is this real? 
that's amazing <laughs> I'm just gonna quickly turn a light on because it's got so dark in my I house. know <laughs> I know it's so dark for you I didn't want to interrupt the flow so I just like turned my my torch on my phone and then I was like okay this is a joke like I need to get up and turn the light on <laughs> I need to be able to see you it's just a voice <laughs> I know I was like oh I was trying to find like an out to like turn it on without interrupting you but I was like no nah, I'm just gonna do don't it don't worry all good <laughs> but I feel like that interruption is kind of a good thing um so we can kind of move on to another topic that I know is really relevant in the line of work that you do and it's focused around helping women to speak up and get out of narcissistic um, relationships or people that are in their lives or just people that don't treat them well in general. So I would love to just bring that into the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in, I guess, a bit of a narcissistic household. So it was sort of what I was used to really. Um, And then I found that I became a people pleaser because of that. Mm. I was always in like fight or flight. Um, I was always trying to be the parent so sort of almost like teach my parents how to teach me and it was all just like a very dysfunctional sort of dynamic and then I sort of broke free from that Um, and then I I ended up finding that I was meeting people along the way in my life that had the same traits Mm. and I just didn't realize and I was like oh this feels normal this feels comfortable yeah, you know, you're going to treat me badly and then I'm going to suck up to you and then you're going to gaslight me and then, you know, just like that whole cycle. And I feel like I kept repeating it with my bosses, Mm. with friends, even like family members that I hadn't seen for ages would come back into the mix and then start throwing darts. And it was like just this cycle of just shit Mm. until one day I was like, actually, I can't even remember the, the exact moment. But I remember maybe three years ago, I had a really bad boss and he treated me so badly. It was almost like he thought we were in a relationship, Mm. but like not. And he he hated my wife, almost like tried to like break us up so that he could be like the dominant one over me. It was very strange behavior. But that's when I sort of put my foot down and I'm like, you know what? This is not normal. I don't need to be treated like this. I don't need to feel like I need to suck up to you or like please you all the time to get you to, you know, recognize me. And I almost had that dysfunction with him though, because I was like, oh, in order for you to like love me as like an employee or even as a person, I need to put myself out for you. I need to do everything you say. And it just made me get into a really dark place Mm. because none of the stuff I wanted to do was what I actually wanted to do. It was just because I wanted it for the validation. Yeah. I wanted him to validate me all the time and then he wouldn't and he'd take it all away. And then I go, what have I done? Mm. And then I panic and it's just this cycle. And so I was like, no, you know what? I'm cutting the cord with this. And ended up spirit obviously intervened and he gave me an ultimatum. And he was like, either you apply for this new role that we've made up where you're doing all this other work for no money or you're redundant. Oh wow! And I was like, you know what? I'm going to like apply for my own job. And they were getting externals in to apply against me. It was all really fucked up. Mm. And I was like, no, I'm going to apply for my job as I'm crying, like oh. every day. Like I was just, I was, felt like a betrayal, really. Yeah. And then I ended up going, you know what? We've lost the trust now. Mm. We've lost the trust. I'm not feeling good about myself. And it was like spirit were like, which road do you want? Do you want to keep going with this push and pull, shitty narcissistic relationship? Or do you want freedom? And I also, yeah, there was a lady that I, I'm, I'm an executive assistant, by the way, my day job. Um, and she was like through a circle that I'd met her through, um, an EA circle. And she was like, nah, that he's just playing games. You've got to get rid of him. And I was so reluctant because I didn't want him to hate me. Mm. But I was like, nah, fuck this shit. Ended up going, yep, yeah, I'll take the redundancy. Mm. See ya. Wow. And he shut himself. And I was like, you know what? this is the first time that I've actually said no, Mm. no more. It killed me to do it. Hardest thing I've ever done because I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, 
I'm not going to have a job and I'm going to have all this insecurity and I'm never going to get anything better. And he made me feel like my job was one of a kind. I'd never get the money. I would never get the title. I would never get this, never get that. And I had that in my head. Oh, I can't get better than this. I can't get better than this. And as soon as I went, you know what? I have to get better than this because I'm crying every day. Mm. And then I did. I went, fuck you. so much better and I look back on it and I'm like wow why did I put up with all of that for so Mm. long and I also find too that with the narcissists until you've learned the lesson they just keep showing up yeah in different showing up and showing up and it's like every time you go no 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 the more that you get empowered Mm. and you recognize the energy I'm telling you right now there was a narcissist at my work not long ago I literally could walk into the room and I'll be like, he's here. Oh. No shit. You get the energy. You can mm. feel it. Once you've been through it and you've opened your eyes to it, I could, how crazy is that? Yeah. I could feel him in the room, didn't even see him. And then I'd look over and I'd be like, huh, I was right. He there is here. He is. <laughs> and my energy is like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, I cannot even be in this energy with you anymore because mm. it just feels, ugh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so powerful. Like your whole experience. Like I know obviously at the time, as you said, it would have been so painful. And like I can sit here as like I say I'm a recovering people pleaser, but like mm-hmm. I can sit here and like really honor how hard that would have been because I still even have like even clients who I love so much. Like sometimes if they cancel last minute, I don't implement like my cancellation fee because I'm like, oh like yeah. you know what I mean? So like yeah. for you to go against somebody who's like the complete polar opposite of your energy and like your intention and the way that you show up, like that's huge. Like that's an amazing achievement that you did. Yeah. And like that was that was just my boss. Yeah. Like I've done the same thing with like my dad. Don't speak wow. to him like you're done and they just keep trying to come back and come back and like suck you in and actually the thing that I found really horrific (laughs) see I I rant I'm not off topic but my (laughs) um my sister actually passed away three years ago she was like two years younger than me um and my dad used that as an opportunity to try and tap into me again this is what they do like it's like I can see you're vulnerable right now Mm. And I can see you're not noticing like how much I'm trying to like slip under the rug. And I was like, and I, you know what? I, at the time I didn't notice. I was like, oh, and he was all over me. And I just, cause I'm in like grief mode, not even like looking at you right now. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up texting me. He's like, oh, we're going to have a discussion. We're going to talk about the fact that we're not talking. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. Like dictating how our relationship was going to be moving forward. And I actually wrote back and I'm like, no, we won't. Hmm. I'm like we won't be having that conversation and he's like yes we will and I've gone no we won't because it's up to me yeah and so I feel like when you finally put your foot down and you remember that everything is on your terms whatever you feel comfortable with at the time is what you do Mm. you don't have to go along with and this isn't just narcissists this is just in general with the people that you interact with if you're not feeling it you're not feeling it you don't have to do anything And if you can't fully cut people off, like if the narcissist or the person that you don't get along with is your mother-in-law or something, and there's no way you can cut them out, it's just distancing yourself, Mm. keeping your energy closer to you and not giving them the reactions that they want at the time. It's boundaries. It's not tapping into that. It's not giving them the reactions that they want. That's how you heal. That's incredible. And I think it's hard enough with anybody, but especially a parent, because there's like that split moment, like when he was saying like, we're going to do this. And like you said, dictating your inner child Mm -hmm. comes out and you feel like that, like naughty, you know, six-year-old you. And so it's so hard to be like standing there in your like adult power being like, actually, no, like I can make a decision now. I don't have to be bullied into complying with what you want because you're the adult like I think with our parents it's so hard because we have this weird dynamic where we feel like again a child and we have to do you know they're always right and it's like they're people too like they're not always right they don't know the best you know they don't know your situation or who you are and yeah I think that's incredible it takes a lot to get out from that especially when it comes to family and parents Oh yeah, it has not been an easy journey for me (laughs) at all. But I feel like in general, I'm the happiest that I've ever been right now. And it's because I have 
you know, surrounding myself with the people that I want to be around, mm. the people that actually do make me feel good. And if I get like invited to things I don't want to go to, or, you know, I have to put myself in situations where the energy is icky and I'm just not looking forward to it. I just don't do it. That is the key to happiness. If you don't want to do it, fucking don't. <laughs> no one will remember because no one's thinking about you. It'll be a split second. Oh, Jess didn't come to that. What a bitch. Then mm. everyone moves on. Or would you rather that you came to it, people bullied you, you felt like crap, and then you're still living with it two weeks later thinking, I shouldn't have gone to that. That's so true. It's such a good way to look at it. Mm. Wow. People, don't, people won't care for very long, yes. but you will carry that for longer. That's so true. And mm. do you have any other tips for somebody who's maybe beginning their healing journey or that maybe are listening to this and it's like resonating? Like what would some small tips be that they can start implementing? I feel like starting to look at yourself. Mm. Like what triggers you? Why did you react a certain way when something happened? What does that actually mean for you? It's sort of like doing all of your own self-analysis, I guess. And going, you know, when I'm around this person, I always come out feeling crap or I feel really drained when I'm with them or I'm always in a bad mood after I do that. Like just analysing the things that you've got going on in your world and the feelings and the thoughts that you're having. And even if you like to journal, maybe just write it down. It's a good way to sort of release things that you're thinking and feeling and sort of putting the, it's like you're a puzzle. And it's almost like you've got to take all the pieces out and then put yourself back together the way that you want to be put back together. Because the way that you are before you've started your healing journey is what everybody else threw on you. It's what they thought that you should be and you've taken pieces from every different angle and you've just chucked it all in. It's a hot mess. Whereas if you start unpacking all of that and going, you know what, I'm going to throw that piece out because that was crap. Mm. And then you put in, in a new piece that resonates with you. It's like you've really got to unpack everything that was and recreate what you want mm. for yourself. That's the that's like I'm so visual the way that I see things. But I'm hoping you're all seeing the puzzle right now. <laughs> and then tonight you're going to start pulling out the pieces and going. Mm, I'm not sure if I resonate with that. And it's almost like if people go, "Oh, you're always like this. Mm. You've always been someone who's not on time. You've always been that." And we start to believe it. Oh, I'm always not on time. Yeah. It's like really. Mm. Or have people just been telling you that? You maybe are punctual, but you're like almost like um, going into what they thought that you should be and you're mm -hmm. playing the role. Yeah. Stop playing the role. Mm. Become who you want to be. That's how you start. It's all with you. It's got nothing to do with anybody else, any of this journey. It's all about what you can live with and how you want to feel. Mm, how empowering is that it's like regaining your power again like you said it's like you've almost given your power to all these people and been like who do you want me to be like yes. yeah and then bringing it back in and being like no actually that yeah it doesn't resonate anymore and like we can outgrow it you know maybe oh, yeah. for the first 20 years that was great it served you it kept you safe you know whatever but now it's time to like reevaluate it and be like no actually the 30 me doesn't need that anymore I think that's a really beautiful way and I'm a visual learner so the puzzle piece loved loved it yeah <laughs> I love it. Yes. But I agree. You, you outgrow yourself all the time. Mm. So I feel like always reevaluating things as well is really important because no one wants to stay the same. Mm. We want to continually learn and grow. And, you know, even with me as a medium, I'm telling you now that I would not be the same medium that I was in January. Yeah. Like the reading that you would have got from me then would be very different to the reading that you get from me now because, because I just keep growing. Mm. And the more that I learn and the more people I meet and the more people I engage with, the more that my signs and symbols start building so I pick things up a lot quicker, yeah. like that's all part of growth. Mm, and so beautiful. I'm really encouraging if anyone out there is, you know, dabbling in, maybe I should start like digging into my spirituality. Why don't you just do it? Mm. Like what are you waiting for? It's mm. so good for your soul. And you know what? I started this journey too for me mm. because I wanted to connect with my nana. And I wanted to connect with my granddad and I wanted to feel them. And that's what keeps me going too. It's about me at the end of the day and what I want to do and how I want to heal and helping you helps me heal. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love helping people, but it also has to be about you a little bit. Yeah. Mm. You know, you're getting something out of this too, because it's an energy exchange. 
it's not yeah. one-sided and I, I learn from spirit all the time like you know if I'm reading for someone some of the advice spirit's giving I'm like I'll take Shit, it <laughs> I should note that down <laughs> like, can you hang on a minute I'll write a book <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly because it's all beautiful advice that's coming from a place of love yeah. and that is so special I love that Oh, it's been so beautiful. I could literally talk to you for like another two hours. I feel like we've only scratched like the surface of what we said we want to talk about, but it's been absolutely beautiful. Um, So for people that are listening and they're vibing with you, where can they find you? What are your current offers? Um, Yeah. How can they? Yeah. I have loved talking to you as well. This has been so fun. Um, Okay, so I offer uh, psychic medium readings. Um, They are $55 for 40 minutes. And you can find me on Instagram at Jessica Lynn Mediumship. And I also have a website. I should even say the website, www.jessicalynnmediumship.com. <laughs> I'll put it all in the show notes. Okay, beautiful. Um, yeah, so if you are interested in a reading or you just want to see the ridiculous reels that I put up on Instagram because my page is so ridiculous. I love it. It is hilarious. It is just me being silly all the time. So I really think that you guys would vibe with that regardless of whether you want a reading or not. Just come and (laughs) check me out because yeah, I really want to talk to you all and yeah, I think we would vibe. Absolutely. Oh, it's been so beautiful. Thank you so much, honey. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. It's been awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. Remember that you can't rewrite your past, you can only recode your future. If you want more information on the work I do, please visit my website www.atouchofclarity.com.au or come over to my Instagram at a touch of clarity. Please remember to subscribe and write a review as it means so much to me. Have a beautiful day and I really hope that we connect again soon.